morning. I got this right. <laughs> Thanks, Connor. So I'm going to share for the first few minutes just kind of something that that happened in my life over the last couple of weeks. Just a small little testimony, if that's okay. It, I promise it all ties into the message this morning. But So when Pastor Tom first asked me to do this, I mean, I don't know if you guys could tell, but I get really nervous talking in front of people. <laughs> like, really nervous. This is not easy for me. Uh, so when Pastor Tom asked me to do this, I was like, man, I have, I have a hard time, you know, thinking of five minutes for tithes and offering. I only do 20 minutes. Like, that's like four tithes and offerings. I don't know if I could do that. So I, I just had just, just tons of thoughts and emotions just flowed through my head, right? Some really good, some not so great. You know, a lot of thoughts of fear and stress, being nervous. And I have about, I have like a 30-minute drive to work every day, so that's kind of my... It's kind of my prayer time with God. It's kind of when I just speak to him. And I prayed, so when I'm about a week, I just kind of prayed for God to put something in my heart, right? Just make me, please help me not be nervous. Please help me not throw up up there. <laughs> you know, give me something to speak about. Put something on my heart. I could do this. I got this. But then all those thoughts would come rushing back into my head. This is scary. I don't know how I'm going to come up with 20 minutes. This, like, how do I even come up with something? I don't even know what to talk about. You know, I just prayed for God to put something on my heart. And I was just, I was kind of in that zone for about a week. And then one morning I was driving. And uh, do you guys remember that message Pastor Tom spoke a couple months ago about building yourself up? So I tried that. I was like, okay, I'll build, I'll build myself up. Let's, we'll give it a shot. So driving to work, I spoke nothing but life into this. I was like, okay, this is going to be great. This is going to be amazing. I could do this. I'm heading out the tail above and out beneath. This is going to go good. And then all those thoughts came rushing back again. Man, I don't know how I'm going to do this, right? This is scary. I was getting so frustrated, right? Because this happened for, like I said, about a week. I was like, man, God, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm praying for you to put something on my heart. I'm not getting anything. What's, like, I don't know what to do, what's going on. And then God kind of spoke to my heart and just kind of reminded me that how powerful the words that we speak to ourselves are. So I thought, okay, okay. So I'll, I'll, just, I'll speak nothing but, but life into this. I'm going to push those negative thoughts aside. And I fought with it again for a little bit. But then I had so many people in this church, my wife, my family, so many people that just have messaged me and came up to me and spoke words of encouragement into me, spoke words of life into me. And I just, I was amazed at how quick my heart changed, how quick my mindset changed on this whole situation. I, I didn't have, I mean, I was still nervous. I'm still nervous right now, but I, I didn't have that fear that I had before, right? I thought, Okay, I, I could do this. I just spoke, continue to speak words of life into this. Continue just to try to build myself up and encourage. So when I got to work that day, I, I got into the Bible and I just kind of looked at for some examples of what it says about the power of your words. And I was amazed at how much the Bible talks about the power that your words have on your life, right? And so I was just going through some examples and uh, I want to read to you this morning out of Genesis, it's one of my favorite examples that I saw. And it's Genesis uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. We all, we all know this, right? It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and, he, and there was light. He called the light day, and the darkness called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Right, so it talks about how the earth was formless, it was empty, or it was a void, right? And then God spoke into that darkness, 
And he said, let there be light. He spoke into the nothingness and he created the universe, right? So at the very beginning of time, God created the universe. But what tool did he use to, to create it? He uses words. He spoke the universe into existence, right? God said, and it is. And we, we can see that throughout the creation account. If you just continue reading through Genesis, God said, and it happened, right? So God speaks into the nothingness. He speaks into the darkness. He uses words to create and to build and let there be light, and the lights come on, right? And so we see from the beginning the power of words. That words are the tools that God uses. So we skip on, um, we'll skip on a little bit. So right there we see the examples of how words have the power of life, right? So now we move on to, I'm going to skip a couple chapters and go into Genesis 3, and it's uh, Genesis 3, 1 through 7. And it says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also... Described waning, uh, sorry, gaining for wisdom, she took it and ate it and also gave some to her husband. They both realized that they were naked, and they sewed fig trees together and made coverings for themselves. So in this passage, we see how words have the power of death, right? This is the past, this is the, in Scripture where sin enters into the world, right? God had already created man and woman, said it was very good, but then the serpent comes into the scene, or that Satan comes into the scene in the form of a serpent, and it says that he was crafty, right? More crafty than any of the wild animals that God had created. And what did the serpent do? He spoke. He spoke to Eve. He said, do I understand that God told you not to eat from this tree, right? So when Satan speaks, he uses words, and he uses words to bring death where there was life and to bring darkness to where there was light. And What's interesting is, of course, the serpent's words, they were not true, right? What, what Satan said to Eve was not true, but that didn't keep those words from having power. Like the moment Adam and Eve believed those words into their own hearts, the moment they spoke those words, they gave life to them, right? They empowered those words. And so God speaks, the serpent speaks. From the beginning, we see that words have the power of life and of death, right? God speaks, and he creates, and he builds, and he blesses. The enemy speaks, and he lies, he deceives, he destroys. It's... Just like hardwired into the universe, right? Power of words. And just in the world that we live in today, I was seeing that just everyone that we come across, just with all the amount of fear and stress and chaos of the world today, everybody that we run into probably has, you know, probably going through some sort of battle in their life, right? Battle of stress, like I had last week. Um, But you have no idea what God could do through a single word of encouragement to your life. You have no idea how God could use you to speak into someone's life and give them hope and build their faith and encourage them. Just like I had so many people here at the church just bless me with amazing words of encouragement, right? I had people calling me, texting me. I had people today speaking words of life over me, right? And you guys have no idea the power that that had over me. It completely changed how I felt about all of this. I, w- I didn't feel as nervous. I didn't feel as stressed. The words that we speak are filled with power, right? And so the... The world we live in today, I just feel like it's really important for us to bring words of hope, bring words of life to the people around us. Because like I said, the words we speak are filled with power. Like it says 
in uh, Proverbs 18.21, it says that the words that we speak are filled with power. They, they have the power of life, and they also have the power of death. Right? And so I, I want my words to build people's faith, to bring people confidence, to remind people that God is for you, that he's with you, that he'll never forsake you, that he'll never leave you, right? And um, I guarantee, so I know every, probably everybody in this room has had at least one experience where the power has telling and brought life into our life, right? But unfortunately, I know there's also a lot of instances where we've seen the power of the tongue produce death into our life as well, right? Whether that's death to relationships, death to friendships, death to marriages, death to jobs. You know, how many families have been split up because of words? How many marriages have been split up because of words? You know, but what's amazing is we could use those same words and we can change them and we can use them to benefit our life. We could use them to speak life into the world around us, speak life to our marriages, life into our families, life into our children, Right, we could use we could start speaking words of faith, start speaking words of encouragement, words of power to people, words of healing, words of love and forgiveness. You know, and um, I think in a world, especially right now, a world that's so f- filled with fear, how important it is to start speaking words of faith. You know, so often I feel like we speak more about what the enemy's doing, and we don't speak enough about what God's doing in our life. He's doing some amazing things in our life. He's doing amazing things in my life. I know he's doing great things in this church. So we need to stop speaking words of fear and start speaking words of faith. And when I was, when I was reading this, I wish I could remember who said it. But it said that our words are containers for power. That our words could either carry our problems up to the kingdom of heaven and God could send down whatever we need in our lives, right, to fix it, whether that's just people around us, words of blessing, encouragement, faith, or our words could carry our problems down to the enemy, right? And he can just bring nothing but more problems and more trials in our life. I think it's very important for us to start speaking those words of faith, right? Start speaking. You know, if you think something good, say it. You know, you kind of speak where you want your life to go in a way, right? Like, I want to speak life into my children, and I want to see them succeed. I want to see them do amazing things, so I'm going to speak that into their lives, right? And I just, uh, you know, I was kind of wondering what would happen if the words that we spoke to people, if they stuck on that person, right? If every word that we said about somebody, everything that we spoke about somebody, that it just stuck to them. It was always there, and everybody could see it. We'd be a lot more careful with the words that we speak, right? Sorry, I got trying to find my notes. <laughs> but we wouldn't take those words lightly, right? We would we would be a lot more careful with the words that we speak to people. And I know there's some of us in this room, or probably all of us in this room, could give some examples in our life of words that have been tattooed on us in a certain way, you know, words that have scarred our lives in a way, words that we've carried around for a long time, and words that have hurt us. Maybe it was a word spoken thoughtlessly or carelessly over your life. And then the scripture says in Proverbs 12, 18, that the words of the reckless, the words of the thoughtless, they pierce like swords, right? They do more damage to people than we realize. But the words of the wise, they bring healing. So through Jesus, we could speak words of healing. We could speak light where there's darkness. We could speak healing to where there's hurt. You know, that God's word is more powerful than any word. Any, any bad thing that has been spoken to you, any bad thing that's been spoken over your life, 
that God's word overrides all of that. Anything bad that has ever been said to you, anything that you've been carrying around that's affected your life in a negative way, God's word overrides all of that. Anything that's been said to you, God's word overrides it. And so we need to believe that through Jesus, we can just speak words of life, speak words of healing, speak words of hope and encouragement to the world around us, right? He can speak, you know, God speaks light into the darkness, and we're building his image. We need to do the same thing in the world that's around us, right? You know, and um, we just, once we just believe that, and we speak God's word, and we believe his word, and we just speak his word to people, just watch and see the amazing things that God's going to do in your life. He did that to mine just recently. Just, I was stressed, nervous, scared <laughs> to do this, but I had so many people bring words of life to me. I had so many people speaking words of encouragement to me. I was, you know, building myself up was, was hard by myself, but once I had family and people just come and step in, it changed my heart a lot. I was amazed and how surprised at how fast God changed my heart and changed the situation, right? So I just really want to encourage us that we just, to start being more accountable for the words that we speak. You know, to pray to God every day to help us watch our mouths, right? Because the words that we speak are filled with power. Are we speaking life into the world around us, or are we speaking death into the world around us, right? Especially in just this time of so much uncertainty, I think that's important for us as believers to step in and do that to the world around us. Speak life, speak faith, you know, speak words of encouragement and healing, right? And wow, Jordan, you were right. I went through that way faster. <laughs> I went through that way faster than I thought I was going to. <laughs> um, but yeah, just with that said, I just want to pray, pray this morning.